Hey everyone and welcome back to r slash pro revenge, the subreddit where people get expert revenge on those who have wronged them. Today's post, cancel me leave, say goodbye to your promotion. Error in title, should read as cancel my leave, say goodbye to your promotion. <laughs> I used to work in a disability shared accommodation agency. It's a job where you support four to six people with disabilities who share the accommodation. It's shift work. Two clients per staff member during the day, one staff member on a sleepover at night. The rosters are four-week rotating rosters. I was employed as a 0.75, meaning I work 75% of what is considered full-time, equating to 57 hours a fortnight. Working shifts sucked, but the pay was good. I was working in a house I'll call SunUp. SunUp had four residents and seven workers. Each house had a house supervisor. They reported to the cluster manager who managed six houses. Cluster manager reports to the CEO. By company policy, leave requests are first in, best dressed, meaning you need to put your leave in early to ensure you get it. I was transferred to SunUp from a six-client house due to my qualifications and situations I can't legally disclose. I worked for the first year, got to know the staff, clients, house supervisor, etc. There was an obvious click between four staff members. Every school holiday, three would apply for leave and one would call in sick with a medical certificate covering the same amount of time. They would always rotate who was sick to hide what they were up to. They were friends outside of work who would party together. After a year, the house supervisor fell sick. One of the clique members, Karen, was appointed acting supervisor and it went to hell. She tried reducing my hours and giving extra time to a friend. I pointed out that I'm contracted for 57 hours a fortnight, so I'm getting paid for 57 hours a fortnight. Her friends got extra shifts, were given the best shifts, and were all around favored by Karen. In January, I put in leave for March school holidays. Karen rejected it on the grounds that others had other already submitted leave. Her click all applied for this time. I left it alone. In March, I checked the leave calendar for the June school holidays. Each house had a leave calendar so management and staff can check who scheduled leave. It was empty. I submitted leave again and it was rejected. Karen said, sorry, you were too slow. A, B, and C of her click already submitted leave. The next day, the leave calendar showed this. In May, I checked the Christmas leave calendar, put in my leave, and sure enough, got the same result. This annoyed me, as I have a family that I wanted to take on holiday. I spoke to the cluster manager, also a part of the clique, who said, nothing I can do. Note, I had no leave taken in two years. January the following year, the clique was on holiday, we had a gastro outbreak across our facilities, so we were short-staffed. All available staff, including CEO, were covering shifts. I was rostered on with the CEO one shift. During the shift, he said to me, OP, you have a bit of leave accumulated. You should probably take some. Me. I put in three requests last year. All were rejected, as others apparently already applied for those dates. CEO. Let's lock in your leave now. Me. Okay, how about four weeks over Christmas? I filled out the form, CEO signed it off. He filled out the leave calendar and put my application in Karen's pigeonhole. 
I was on sleepover that night, so I took my application, photocopied it for myself, and replaced it under the mountain of paperwork in her pigeonhole, knowing she wouldn't see it for a few months. In March, I checked the leave calendar. I noticed my Christmas leave disappeared, replaced with Karen A, B, and C. I didn't say anything, as I had a leave form with the CEO's signature. Fast forward to October. Original house supervisor passed away. Acting supervisor was appointed permanent supervisor by the cluster manager with a mandatory three-month probation. December comes around, first week of my leave. I get a call from Karen. Where are you? Me. On leave? Karen. I didn't approve any leave. Get your ass to work now. I come in. Karen chews me out, stating she didn't get an application form. Even if I submitted it, she would reject it, as you should know by now that we always take two weeks in December and January. She wrote me up for insubordination. I worked that shift. When Karen left, I emailed the CEO, filling him in on what had happened. He called a meeting with me and Karen. CEO, what happened? Karen cutting me off. OP took it upon himself to approve leave. I wrote him up for skipping work. Me. Actually, I submitted leave in January while you were away. Karen. No, you didn't. CEO. Yes, he did. I approved it and added it to the leave calendar. Karen. Oh, um, we already had four staff booked on leave. CEO. Show me the leave forms. Karen. Um, I destroyed them. Me handing Karen my copy of my form, signed by the CEO. CEO, OP is on leave. I'm going to sun up and I'm investigating this situation. OP, my apologies. Go home. I'm extending your leave by an extra week. I go home. I come in four and a half weeks later to be told that Karen has lost her promotion. She is on thin ice. CEO found out that Karen has been rejecting leave requests. She shredded my request without looking past the date. She deleted my leave from the calendar. The CEO told Karen that this borders on fraud. The CEO also separated the click to different houses. He changed the leave policy to state that he must sign off leave requests in addition to the house supervisor and cluster managers. He ensured that all staff had access to prime leave dates. Karen was fired two weeks later for failing audit requirements. Edit. To clarify why the CEO did grunt work. Funding bodies stipulated that during the day, one staff was required for every two clients. We were short-staffed across the board. There was lots of juggling staff. All staff employed with the company not on leave were working in houses, including the CEO, cluster managers, administration. They were rostered on with qualified staff who took the lead. The CEO had social worker qualifications, social work experience, but no support worker experience. It was an extreme situation that could have seen funding withdrawn. The reason why he extended my leave by a week is because the incident took place on a Monday. CEO's meeting took place on Wednesday or Thursday. Can't remember exactly. As I worked Monday and got called in for the meeting, I wouldn't have gotten my four weeks. So that's it for the post, guys. Man, there is nothing worse than a job that messes with or is stingy with your paid time off away from work. I'm someone who is just very much recharged and refreshed from spending time with people I care about away from work. And uh, like I said, when, when a job is stingy with it, or especially like in this case is fraudulent with 
your paid time off. Oh, it, it feels so good to just vicariously live this revenge to the OP. We hope you enjoyed the post. If you have any reactions or any s stories uh, that have happened to you similar to this, we'd love to hear those stories and reactions in the comments below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to see more and hear more posts from r slash pro revenge and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening.